don't even have a phone. That's how I'm out here rolling. What? No, I got a phone. Gangster. They need to contact me. You could send a carrier pigeon to 10458. He's so funny. Fine. He really turns on once those lights come on. He's really, really ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How do I look? Should I like adjust my hair or anything? Marvelous. How do I look? How do my dreads look? They look good. They look amazing. Oh, no, they look, they look, they look amazing. like you struggle. Shout out to Kayla. First of all, first of all, first of all, let's need another eight selfie inches. Yo, on Thanksgiving, I took a selfie with my nephew. My nephew's so like six four. So we here in my room. <laughs> yeah, out here, yo. We are last stop on the D. We out here. Where are you? Like, I have in. to avoid my laundry basket. So like, <laughs> I gotta come in and then jump back out. <laughs> We're here with last stop on the D train. By the way, I used to live on 167, so I know all about it. 167. Yeah. We out here. Good. Are you on IG? Squad. Of course. Yeah. Is it called last stop on the D? Yes. Okay. I was always listening. Oh, okay. You brought one too. Yo, where'd you put that jewel at, dude? I got you. Shout out the sponsor, Jewel. Shout out Mint Pods. On the D, yep, that's the one. That's the one. Popping. R.I.P. Bagel Pods. Here it goes. All right, so. So, what up? Hey, everybody. Malik, this is Brandon, and we are here today with the lovely. Annette Roche from Napstar and Fashion Dreads, co-owner. Hello. We out here. Welcome to the last time on the D. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for viewing. Hello. I know, I know it's been a minute since we had an update, but that's why we had a comment. We had a videotape this shit so y'all could see us. Y'all could see the voices see with the faces. And it's good to see y'all. You know it's good to see us. I've been seeing y'all, you know, on Chatterbait and YouPorn and Pornhub, <laughs> amateurs, you know what I'm saying? Gotta love any amateurs. I see y'all y'all out there. Y'all sleeves balls are my favorites, yo. It's okay, just be honest with yourselves. <laughs> Scum on sleeves. Yo, so this is it. This is it. We made it, yo. Annette, is this Scum what you were... Is this what you were always dreaming of? Annette, um, being I interviewed should, by um, you? Oh my God, yes, yeah. Brandon. I mean... I should introduce you to my listeners. For, for Please be more specific. Yeah, be more specific. We have to introduce the show to her. So yeah, because it was very brief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what our show is about, we talk to urban entrepreneurs. I don't want to just say minorities because you know we try to cross cross all color spectrums. We don't see color over here. We're colorblind. Yeah, I mean everything is straight grayscale. But um, we like to talk to entrepreneurs, and we like to get an idea of their story, their struggle, <laughs> their ups, their downs, the pitfalls, the triumphs, the successes. Because a lot of times when people share their stories, you know, they'll only tell you the success. They'll only tell you the triumphs. They never tell you about the adversity. So when you go through those different and, you know, try, I can't even say the word, but, you know, turbulent, <laughs> turbulent trials, you know, you, a lot of times people don't like to share those experiences. Okay. So when they go through it, they don't know, you know, which way is up. So basically, Ooh. you know, you just said you're you're the co-owner of a salon. Can you yeah. just kind of walk us through? A dope from, salon, by the way. My thank ad. you, Let thank you. You, you are my client. He does spend money at my shop. Some of y'all know me out there. I had short hair and I grew my shit out, and I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to do with it. <laughs> so happy with that span of three weeks. Me, if you, know, you look at his IG story, <laughs> three weeks, weeks, my man's had the bald Caesar. Dress, he went from yo. a Caesar to a dress. First yeah. of all, don't hate. We do lock extensions. There'll be a lot of pushback from it. Don't oh, hate. But his are real. His are real. His are real. We that's a you know what? That's a different topic. Not for today's show. But the next here, time the next up, time yo. we're gonna talk about the traditional versus yes. the non traditional. Yes. Okay. Just, that's actually, just that's wanna actually throw that out there. Question about, I'm gonna ask you 
you about that. Oh, in a please do, please um, do. Yo, but like shout outs to you in general, and thank, thank you. you. Like while we're on air, like personally, I appreciate you and your shop for fixing my hair. I didn't know what baby hairs were. I didn't know what edge control was. <laughs> they was telling me at work I needed all of that, and I was like, let me just go to the shop, and I found the dopest shop on 28 was 28th and 6th yeah um yeah. Sixth avenue between Nashville, 28th and 29th street you know yeah. come my, check my, us my fresh ass dress which you which you'll see on you know but, um, this is a whole two weeks old you know yeah i know right yeah i know yeah, it's, it's probably like a week i might come back and see you in a couple of days how, how okay. old is this how many days since the last color change um it's been one like Three, I changed my hair on like Saturday. It's been like four days. If y'all can't see Annette, you will see her on, on Napstar's IG, but she has pink dreads right now. I, I do, have, and they're like fluorescent pink, and they're vicious. And it's as vicious as I sound. Thank you to all the people. Bit of blue. Because the blue won't go away. I had blue before this, and so the blue won't die out. So that's why my hair is blue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to dye my hair red, like, because I feel. It's like now I'm about I'm about to hit the dirty thirty, so you know I'm Ooh. trying to chase my youth. You know what I mean? You should. So I, I'm a, I might dye my shit blonde. I might do it red. I don't know. I'm about to start telling girls I'm 21 again. <laughs> As a hairstylist, what should I do if I was trying to perpetrate that I was a younger man? What should I do? Well, I think I got a lot going on. Somewhere. I don't know what to do with this. Like I think color would really green. really help. Mm. I think so. You're looking real forty. Go ahead and get down. Bro, Malik's hair. You see it on the page. Malik's hair has grown exponentially long since the last time. Yeah. No, honestly, if you if you want to color, you should do color because you know what's the worst that could happen? Like, you don't have color anymore. You go back to black. It's like I feel like I'm probably just dreading my birthday and then like cut it on sixty. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you owned that shop in there? So, um, my sister and I are business partners. I'm more of like the face of the salon. She's more of like the behind the scenes, making sure we actually. She's the slim, you're the baby. Yes. Okay. So she's the one that makes sure we have money, and I'm the one that spends all the money recklessly. Uh, We need we need the balance because if not, like I'd be broke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So wait, how old are you, by the way? Oh, I'm 32, and I've been in business nine years. Word. Word. Yeah. So I started when I was 23. So so let's rewind. So. Yeah, I know. 20, 22 year old you. You're sitting yeah. there and you're saying, all right, I'm looking for a career. I'm looking for something. I wasn't new. looking for a career. I already did hair. Okay. You were okay. Do- so let's rewind this yeah. even further. We got to go. plumbing before this? Okay. So, so, I, so my mom had an African braiding salon since I was a kid. Um, quick backstory my dad was hit by a car he was in a vegetative state my mom was a Af- is is from congo she decided she was an at-home breeder and once my dad was in the accident she decided um, she opened a salon to take care of us um because of my dad's condition so i grew up in an african breeding salon very typical african breeding salon like they on the phones like the everything she did i like ah like i was like i'm never gonna run my business like this but i did have the feeling when i did my first client because i was her first employee when i showed them the mirror and they loved it like that that high you get from the client loving your hair that's what really like drove me and i really care if you don't like your hair or you do like your hair like it really motivates me but anyways so um I opened nine years ago when I was 22. Um, I worked at a barber shop, and my sister was like, "Well, she was graduating from college, and 
she hated corporate America. I think she worked in it for like a week. And she's just like, you know what? Whoever has enough money, let's just open a salon. And you have to move to whatever state. Whoever can like have the most money, we have to move to whatever state. So she, of course, she's big sis. She's good with money. She um, saved up the money, and we opened our Maryland location. And then three months later, I opened our New York location. Nice. But I worked at a barber shop. Maryland location? That's news to me. I didn't even know that. I actually had a, so I've been in business nine years, and I had a Maryland location for eight years. We closed in April because our shopping center was closing down. Yeah. So it was just what the time. Columbia, Maryland. Don't be oh. sorry. Like, I would be sorry if, like, we were like, oh, my God, we have no business, and we have to close down. Like, we closed down. Like, it was a choice. Like, it hurt our heart because that was, like, our first one. Mm -hmm. And we made a conscious decision to close it. It wasn't like we were struggling and then we closed it. So that's a beautiful position to be in, for sure. You guys actually have a lot of clients. We do. A lot of posts. I'm like, this is not <laughs> that post. No, no, no. I have a social media so manager. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. No, just kidding. Shout out Simone. Shout out Simone. Hey. So, but but that's definitely beautiful. Um, you know, one of the greatest parts about this show is I love coming across people who have like a lifelong passion mm -hmm. for whatever it is they do. Um, you know, like I, I remember the moment when I said, oh shit, no, I'm gonna be a filmmaker. I'm gonna do videography. I'm gonna be uh, a freelancer creative or something along those lines. So to for you to say, yo, I remember the first time or I put that mirror in the customer's hand, like that's, that's beautiful. It like, is, so I remember amazing. that. Okay, so, and then now also like working, working with your sister and doing the family business, how is that like, it, 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 do you guys get along? Is there um, I would say like 99% of the time we get along. First of all, I'm African. I, mm. I know I keep saying that, but um, when Before you're African? Congo, so I'm Congolese and your elders, you really respect them. So like my sister, no matter what, I trust her and she really handles like the money. I'm mm. more of like the worker bee. I, I love working. I work constantly. Um, so she just really makes sure everything is really tight on the back end. And so it's really easy working with her because she just is like, bitch, you can't spend this much money or this is your budget for today. And she really, she believes in me because I'm the creative. So she backs all my creative decisions. And as a creative, that's all you want is endless money to do whatever you want and to back it. But it's, it's, it's super challenging to just to continue to grow in a business but yeah where did you even get the education to do what you guys do now um so shout out to locks and chops um so i when i midtown. yeah they're in midtown so they're the, the only so just so you guys know i am the only other so there's only two black natural hair salons in midtown manhattan okay so there's me napstar and there's locks and chops and locks and chops is like the granddad or like the founding father of locks in New York. And so they have a shop on 34th and 9th and I'm on 28th and 6th. Oh shit, I've yeah. walked by there before. Yeah. I feel like I'll <laughs> Uber on the way to get some strange and I passed that shit the other yeah. day. Yeah. Like, you know, the, they're, my, they're very like, like, um, Everything is like purple and gold, I would say, if you go in there, like very like old school, where we're like the more the millennials, like we're gonna play trap music, we're gonna smoke with our clients, we're gonna go to concerts, like it's just yeah. a different energy and the innovation is a little bit more with us. Shout out to St. John, by the way. Shout out to St. John. Put mad people on my job on TV, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I will make sure he hears this. I'm gonna send him this clip from Swank. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you definitely you seem 
like somebody who's very upbeat and has a lot of energy. Nine years in, how do you still find fun doing what you do? Or like you just said, you like to draw on that creativity. How do you still bring out creative aspects or do something new day in, day out? Um, so to be continue to be creative, I definitely have I have a team now. So it's a little bit beyond me at this point, and I have a lot of pieces in my pie, and I can't do it without them. You need your team because I can only execute so much, and I do come up with most of the creative things we're going to do, but they help fill in the blanks. So my team is, like, very, very key to my success because I'm only one person, right. and I like making money, so I need a team. Okay. Is Kay on your team? Kay is definitely on my team. Scarlett, shout out Rosine. Shout out Tay. You know, shout out Annie. Shout out Swank Lotion. Yeah. <laughs> Swank Lotion, my personal Swank photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now, are you originally from Maryland or are you originally from New York? So that's a long story, you guys. Let's just talk about this real quick. So I was originally born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My dad is like, yes, he's like a white American. And um, we, so he, anyways, my parents lived in different countries in Africa when they were pregnant with me. And then I was taken to Pittsburgh to be born. And then I went back to, I lived in Ethiopia, Ghana, Togo, and Benin until I was eight. Like I bounced around and then I moved to Maryland when I was nine. So I consider myself from Maryland. Togo, Benin, what was the other? Ethiopia, Ghana, Togo, and Benin. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't even point those out on the map. I don't even know if I could. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. The gentleman teaching my son French, I knew him when I lived in Ethiopia. So we've been friends for like that long. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Shout out to Yeah, right? <laughs> So now, so coming from Maryland and then now going up to New York, how was it like, did you bring members from your team from Maryland? Did you assemble the team up here? Did you have to put out the bat signal and just hope somebody came? I, I put out a lot of bat signals, but um, originally for the first like four to five years, we were actually just my sister and I. So I would commute from, I'd only be in New York. I had a, the Brandon, the shop you come to, I've only, I expanded to that a year and two months ago. But before that, I was in a smaller location in Chelsea that was less than 200 square feet. That's smaller than this bedroom for eight years. And so it was just me and like Rosine. I don't know if you've ever met Rosine, but she's one of my lead stylists. So it was her, her and I for... She mad cute. She got a booty suit. Wow. She got a booty. No, yeah. No. <laughs> All the girls that work for me are mad cute. I got some joints that work with me. Yeah. 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 So it was actually my sister and I for years. And then like maybe five years into it, we started adding team members. And um, now it's bigger. I forgot your question. But yeah, that's. So, so, okay. so some people, originally just you and your sister. Yeah, for years. As you grew up here, as you grew up here more yeah. people. Yeah. But so fast forward, and my, I got a question for you. Yeah, Do sure. Do you think, is black hair easier uh, or harder? Sorry. Yeah, I need to refill. <laughs> I was mad extra about you know, that. Shout out to my listeners. Just shout out for you real quick. I'm doing a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of wine? What you Sincere. It's my favorite. It's from France, Sincere. bitches. It's like a grape from Chardonnay. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, alcohol that comes from grapes. I don't like cognac. I don't like wine. You bitch. Right. I like, <laughs> like, I like to get drunk. If I'm going to get drunk, I'm going to get drunk. So I don't just drink to hmm, socially. Mm
is black people hair easier or harder to deal with than other kinds of people? I only know black hair. First of all, niggas. Let's talk about that. Okay. I don't, I mean, so once we learn the crochet method, which is like, um, you use a certain crochet tool to do the crochet method for locks. First of all, I have expanded beyond just being a natural hair salon. I'm trying to be in the niche of just being a lock specialty salon because those don't really exist. Doing braids and shit is cute. We offer it. But our main focus is locks. And so um, I can do all types of hair, but 99.9% of all my clients are African-Americans and there's 99.9% of this is all black dollars. So this house I live in is because of black people. The eight families I feed is because of black people. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Brandon, Brandon, for being a great customer. Yeah, thank you, Brandon. You just like made someone's whole check. You know, I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, it's really important. Like just but after you finish, I want you to finish that about black hair versus like white hair is really what my question is. But, yo, you're doing something amazing with hair that I have not seen in any other shop, which is the main reason why I wanted to ask you to be on my podcast. Oh, thank for the you. Record, just so you know. And my listeners, y'all got to go to Napstar down on 28th and 6th. I gave y'all the address for a reason. Um, I don't know how to do white hair oh, if it's sorry. not getting locked. I can cornrow white. I can cornrow straight hair. <laughs> I can lock straight hair. Black or white people, if you come into me with straight hair and you want it curled or some fucking shit, I can't fucking do that shit. I don't know how. So if I, if I wanted to get the old school... If you want your fucking blowout, no, I can't do that. Nah, I can't do your blowouts. I don't do I nothing. I don't do... Yeah, I don't do any of that. I just, I just don't know. Like, I went to hair school, like, two years ago. Just because I had to get a license. And that's also questionable. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> the point is, like, I, I'm, I'm not trained to do anything but locks and natural hairstyling. I don't know how to damage people's hair. That's a better thing to say. But I can color the fuck out of it. That's damaging. But yes. Yo, her hair covers a pop. <laughs> if you haven't checked out the Instagram page already, do me a favor. Go check out the Instagram page right now because the locks are popping. Napstar yeah. underscore NYC. That's two P's of Napstar. You're doing something amazing with just black hair in general. You make locks cool again. Yeah, goals. Gang, gang. Have you seen the, the Chris Rock documentary on, on hair? I have seen some of it. Yes, I have. Okay. You know, pause this right now if you haven't seen Chris Rock's documentary and go watch that shit right now and support him. You know, if you, so you have a son. Yes. If your son came up to you one day at like four or five, six years old yes. and he's trying to get his hair done and he came home from school and said, Mommy, why don't I have like good hair what would your response be to that I'd slap him say (laughs) um I think that my opinion of good hair is kinky hair so I'm already I mean I'm a little different than most moms because I have a natural hair salon or a lock specialty salon but if my child my daughter my son asked me that I would definitely have to explain to them that our hair is definitely good hair I don't I think um from what I've seen especially when women started doing the big chop was that a lot of women thought they had bad hair right all black women were like if I cut my hair oh my god my hair is not easy to deal with because their moms projected that like oh your hair is not easy so I got a permit at two years old or three or five or seven right so they all grew up thinking they have bad hair so they just permed it immediately once they did the big chop they realized wow my hair is manageable so our hair is not necessarily bad like not good hair 
The part? Oh yeah, all of that. But I mean, we we deaded that now. The industry is beyond that. So so what happens then when your son hits middle school and he says, "Yo, mom, I need you to put this S curl in my hair, <laughs> get my wet and wavy." You know what? I was telling the same shit my mom told me, <laughs> nigga. When you eighteen, well, she didn't use that word, but when you're eighteen, you're at my house. You can do whatever the hell you want. You right? No. No, I mean, that's why I mean, with moms that come in and I I strongly encourage parents to lock their daughter's hair, especially because what they're looking for is length and movement with afros our hair grows out it doesn't grow down so a lot of young black girls that are growing up just want that they want the versatility and because and because they see the white girls just going like this and flipping their hair so locks will let your hair grow really really long and you can still do all those things and it's just as beautiful or even um, to me it's even prettier so i just think it's I agree. it's just I your agree. perception on how you want to raise your kids locks are definitely uh, i mean i feel like they're versatile too just like white people hair i used to be one of those little kids wishing i had white people hair in the shower me and too i had barbies shower. white barbies a mohawk a soap mohawk Yo. in the shower yeah. Damn, yeah, I wish when i was a little kid when i was five years old i used to want a bowl cut and i wanted to look like one of the brady's like, <laughs> i don't know what kind of self-loathing shit that was but yeah yeah. I really felt it though when I got the blowout. Man, I got to show y'all a picture when we done. I was, oh, I was, I was so luxurious last week. Man. I got to do it again. But that's to me like when you get your blowout, you're 100% damaging your hair. Like I can see your your heat damage from here. So, nah, I mean, yeah. So, I would not, I mean, I would be telling my kid, like, hell not. Nah. Like his dad cut his hair and I was pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, I want my son to have freeform locks. Because, like, to me, hair is like so sacred. Like, nah, don't be cutting your hair. That's your power. Samson. Yes. Samson. I'm really into that. I'm really into that. I want to cut my hair until my hairline starts going back. Yo. Then I might have to try. Yo, I got friends right. Is that really hard? Yeah, it's true. So my niggas that are like under the age of 35 right now, their hairline is creeping behind their ears. Yeah. You know what you want. What what advice as like what should they do like because I be feeling bad for the homies. You should feel bad for them. I feel bad for you too, guys. Um, Sorry. it's really unfortunate. I mean, I'm first of all, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a loctician. You know. Oh, a shout out. Um, I don't know what it's get microblading. Get that like the, the it's the, like the yeah that shit oh. looks good. That's better than nothing. That, that's because you have hair. First of all, this is why people piss me off when it comes to fake locks versus real locks. Like, y'all fucking tripping, right? <coughs> First of all, if there was a solution, like, you're blind, right? You wear glasses. Both y'all niggas wear glasses, right? And if you, if you went to the doctor and they're like, well, now you just have to be blind. You'd be like, oh, I just have to, like, feel my way around the world. Or you're going to wear glasses because it's an option. No, exactly Trust. just like no, no, no. if your hair can't grow oh, no, no. or you're balding but i have an option available to you or you want locks instantly fucking get that shit yeah. it's not like i make it so it looks fake like it looks so good anyways that was just my little sidebar yeah. plug in fashion dreads yeah, that's, well i mean that's a good question though like i honestly like think about that is it a good thing or a bad thing to have like is it a good thing or bad thing to even call it weave like is it Who's even, like, it's kind of like a stigma i feel like but it's not necessarily a bad thing. What, like, what, like, why do you think some people think that that's a bad thing? What, the lock extensions? Yeah. Or hair extensions in general. 
Like, okay, that. first of all, there's there's def okay, the lock community is a traditional community in the sense. So you know, I really like joints better, you know, it's just my yeah. thing, you know. Anyways, so the lock community, the people who are giving the pushback with the extensions are more just like, Oh, it's a process, you need to go through it. And that's cute, right? But we live in New York or wherever the hell you live. And guess what? You work for corporate America that's very white and they don't accept you. Or you're in the army or you your locks, 10 of your locks are broken and you've been growing your hair for years, right? But now 10 of your locks are broken or you want to start your locks and you work in a corporate environment and they won't they're now you might get fired because of your hair or people might start giving you a lot of shit because of your hair. Like but you can you can immediately make it a professional look. Mm -hmm. You can immediately fix your breakage instantly and because i'm a stylist i handcrafted these so they look exactly like the real thing if not better mm. which i don't want to say it's better because i like the the realness of locks i like how everyone's locks is different like brandon your locks don't look like my locks if i was to grow my real locks you right. know and vice versa right, right, right. so to me that's important but to everybody who aesthetic People aren't fucking tripping on bitches who are wearing Remy weaves that are 18 inches. I created something that's for our culture that looks like our hair, and now niggas want to give me shit about it? Like, fuck that. Yeah. Nah, that's not fucking cool. Be able to, right? Why can't you walk into a beauty supply store and buy a fucking ponytail that attaches to your locks that looks like your locks? No, 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 don't laugh. Like because if... <laughs> no, because, nigga, you getting blowouts. No, don't fucking laugh. Like, it's not funny. Like, that shit pisses me off. Because why can't we have the same things for locks that everybody, all hair types have? We are just so like, oh, we have to be traditionalists. So lock, the people in the lock community are just stuck in one thing. Like, damn, I got to grow my hair out. And before I can see real length, I got to wait 10 years. Well, guess what? If I, if I could have all black people wearing locks and they just decided to skip the process and get the extensions, because everyone who gets the extensions doesn't want to take it out in a day. They still want to grow their natural hair out. Right. So why? what's the pushback for? Right, right, right. If you can do it, if you can make it work, why the fuck not? And if you can pay that fucking money, do it. Yeah, yo. I, it's not for everybody. Okay, that should cost money. do it. Yeah. I, I would do it. Come down to an app store and get it done. Just see how you like it. Yo, I want to go back to something real quick because it sure. does say that on your Instagram, you're a stylist. Yes. What makes you a stylist? I do good hair. Or like, style. what? Uh, do you style the people on the shoots that you? So all the photo shoots we do, I pretty much dress people and I make them do their own makeup because I never have a makeup artist on set for some reason. But I'm a stylist in the sense, like, I'm a hairstylist. Like, I create hair arts. Yes. I would call that hair art as well. I agree. Yeah. So that's why I'm a hairstylist. Plus, I give bomb-ass styles. I'm like the Dundada, at least one of them. Yo, because, like, I mean, I'm getting to something here, but, like, what would you do with my locks if you hadn't seen that, like, I just wear it, like, out or I'll wear it in a ponytail? Mm -hmm. Maybe we, we can take this conversation offline. <laughs> No. But, like, I want your personal style opinion at some point is what I want to ask. Oh, okay. But tell me some more about, I mean, I see your Instagram looks like it's got a touch of a net, even if it's not a net in the photo. 
Oh, there's definitely lots of Annette in there. I mean, like for you particularly or just in general? For me particularly. Like when you walk in, I would be like, this is what I want Brandon to have. That's exactly how I would look. I would know exactly how I want to style your hair if you wanted a style that day. Do you get styles? Uh, oh, you yeah. got cornrows the last time? Yeah. Yeah. I get a style. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Shout out to Kay again because she looked me up. She just was just like, Brandon, what are you going to do with it? Brandon, stop trying to get a free consultation. I know. <laughs> right. He's right like, now. what style hey, would you give me? Oh like, I'll, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After this, you, could, uh, you could just watch this. Right. Like, right. Uh, like, Brandon. That came from my mom. Shout out to my mom. She's never going to hear this because she doesn't even know what I smoke. But my mom was like, why did you have to get cornrows? Because I always wanted, yo, so like, I guess I'll reveal this now. When I was a kid, I was wearing cornrows. My mom would never let me fucking get cornrows because she would sound look like a nigga. Bro, 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 your mom doesn't listen to the podcast? Nah, nah, she can't. Then why? First of all, moms don't even, like, my mom called me last night to figure out how to use a cash app. I was like, mom, I'm busy. Yo, we were supposed, (laughs) the name of this podcast (laughs) is supposed to be called Take the D. And Brandon's I love Wait, I just got, is it called Take the D or Last Stop on the D? He said Last Stop. First of all, I just got it because I've had a couple sips of wine. What they're really referring to, the Last Stop on the D or Take the D. I just fucking got, I'm like, oh, I just on the D, Who's like I just think the No, the fuck they like, not. It should have been take the D. Yeah. I so get that now. Yes. <laughs> Yo, not until you said that did I get it. We, we might be able to. Hey, we don't have to stay the same. It's not I mean, concrete. Yo, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag take the D. Take the D to the last stop. A. You still gotta find a title for your episode, for this episode. I know. Oh so my god. I don't know. Be, it, it could be. Take the D to Napstar. Hey, it does go on six. Napstar takes the D. Yeah. A. Take the D to Napstar. Yeah. There it is. Oh. Yes. If everyone on this planet could do their own hair, or if you couldn't do hair for any reason, what else would you do? Oh my god, great question, guys. Because I think about this even today when I wanted to throw everything away and just leave. <laughs> um, if I could do anything, two two answers. One, I'd be a waitress in Thailand um, or something. And I'm going to speak for my co-owner and my sister. She would be a greeter at Walmart because we discuss this all the time. <laughs> when we're like, fuck all y'all. We're fucking done. Y'all pisses the fuck off. This is what we talk about. Like, girl, she's like, I want to be a greeter at Walmart. And I was like, I want to be a waitress. So I just want to be a waitress on a beach. It's not bad. That's what I would well, do. I would, be, I would be the bartender on said beach. Exactly. I don't really want any more responsibilities after this. No, no, thank you. Yeah. No, no I, thank you. I was just and I'd work out and be like real vegan. <laughs> not eating butter croissants. Are you vegan? Veganish. Sometimes I eat fish. I'm African. <laughs> on the weekdays? Yeah. No, no, no. But I am like veganish. Like I do eat fish occasionally, but I am veganish. Listen, this is not about this. We're taking the D. This, this is not about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All about the meat. Let's not take out there. Oh, my God. We drank a whole bottle yo, of wine. Shout I out to a, us. Another, yo, yes. Shout out to. Uh, Nigga, you, you oh, yo, taking no, one no. sip. Like, let me get more. Like, shout dude. Out, shout out to the French wine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sounds fire. Help me out. Help just me drink, out. you non-drinking ass. Just drink. Just drink. I literally just came from drinking. Like, I finished the shoot three hours ago. I was sitting there for two hours oh, drinking. Shit. To kill time to get here, so Damn. yeah, y'all gotta catch up, up to me. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, you played it off well. That's what's up. You know, what when you're a professional athlete. Yes. Um, what's up? What's the next question, Brandon? Last, I mean, this is really just my last question. Okay. Is like, 
So you've owned a salon for nine years. What's that? Mm-hmm. The problem I have with salons, so I had never even been like in a salon for longer than five minutes because mm-hmm. there's always mad, badass kids fucking running around the salon. Yeah. It's just not a fucking daycare. I don't understand why people yeah. do. But what is one thing in salons you would you wish people would stop doing? If you could pick anything. <laughs> there's so many. Pick is one. it from pick my two. team or from the clients? The clients. From the clients, clients I wish you pick one from each. I wish you'd be on time for your appointments and confirm your appointments. I confirm mine. And to my me me cuz I'm I'm part of my team. I wish we'd be on time for all our appointments. And no, I won't say that. We usually no, we sometimes run behind. I would ideally like if I could have a like what our goals are is to have systems in place so when you walk in you're greeted, you're headed right to the shampoo bowl get some good banter with your stylist you leave knowing the information and knowledge about your hair and how to take care of it you get some pictures taken because i love instagram and then you leave and then you make an appointment for next month and you just continue to give us your money mm. i want your money for the rest of your life mm. your yeah. lock life support support yes. sorry, so that would be the ideal situation but mm. i think we're close to it um i would like to just work on just really make sure we're like on time for appointments i think that's really important mm. i want to break the stigmas with black salons mm. and i do have a rule in our salon where you can't bring your kids to work unfortunately sometimes i had to bring my baby kid to work but i'm the owner so mm. sometimes it's like oh you get to pull that card yeah sometimes you get to pull that card and if like my staff really needs to then it's but like generally I don't want to have kids running around the salon. I don't want to have... I want you to walk in and feel welcome in our shop. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel like they're at a black... The typical black salon where you do have to wait hours to get your hair done. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. We're the millennials. We're better than that. I hate it. I hate that. I have, I have a two-part question for my last question. Sure. First part. Yo, you think they use real potatoes in a Burger King french fries? No. Next question. Second. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yo, in my Tinder profile, right? I'm seeing a lot of girls. They be putting that they down for poly relationships. Yo, shit, I put that I'm down for the poly relationship too. Can I can I talk about this? This is a really great question. Okay, Okay. because I have a lot to say about this. Please. So, is it possible if you're in a poly relationship, right? Because that's like everyone knows you're fucking everybody. Yeah. Which is like, is this a New York thing? Everybody wants to fuck everybody. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of us. Like, it's only 8.3 million people. 8.3 million niggas packed in this one island, yo. Yeah, and yeah. we all look good. It's yeah, a problem. It's, it's a, it's a real yeah, problem. It's like at train. least 8.1 million good-looking motherfuckers. Oh right. God. So should you have someone who's just for your heart and then people you want to fuck? And then, like, should we not discuss it? Or... Like, you should just, like, fuck who you want but not, like, tell the person? Or... Or... See... In my mind, I don't know what the war is for. <laughs> I was wondering if you were giving us a in, choice. In my heart of hearts, it's like, yo, if you want to do your thing, as long as you don't go off and fall in love. Like, it is one, yeah. like... Who falls in love these days? Are you in love? It's a different type of love. I have questions for you. Are you in love? I heard you say you have a girlfriend. I mean, I had at one point. No, I heard you say my girl, da 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 da. No, yeah, ran my social media account, exactly. And then I got rid of that shit. That's... Okay. His girl in terms of are you guys? Oh wait, you guys are still in your twenties. I'm 31. Okay, so you're still in your twenties. And like, so I'm interested. Okay, okay. Well, it doesn't happen until you hit your thirties. Okay, okay. Okay. But I'm interested. Like to me, when I was in my twenties, I was so focused on like I wanted to be like a family. I want to have a kid and Mm. the white picket fence and all that bullshit. Mm. In my thirties, I'm like, yo, fuck this. 
mm. poly is where it's at or like I, don't, I don't even say the word poly because I don't like like phrases stigma yeah it. like nigga I just do me I'm single Right. I yeah. Just do me. I'm so, I think that's what I should put on my dating profile. I just, I just want to be single, <laughs> Nigga, but I have do somebody. Me, I'm single. But it's just like I just need that 100 percent that when I call, that phone call's getting answered. Like yeah. I don't know. You know, I had a conversation no with a friend the other day, and they're like, "Hey, if you're gonna be married, be married. If you're gonna be in a relationship, be in a relationship. So if you decide to make a commitment to somebody, mm. then be what that commitment is in, like is supposed to be. And if you're not, then do you? Yeah, play your role. So all the girls that I'm currently fucking, if you're watching this on YouTube, we are not, 100% not in a relationship. Get that through your mind. You know exactly who I'm talking about because you're oh not coming God. to Puerto Rico with oh us. Oh, my God. We're not invited. I don't, I never travel with girls I'm fucking. Like, um, that's just that's a state. whole other story. When we get off of this podcast, I got to tell yeah, you some shit about this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, drink at again? She just fucking invited herself, man. Pass me my drink. But yeah, this I don't know. You keep drinking your drink. She's done, bro. You oh, gave me the cup. I had one more sip left. Do you want it? Why not? There you go. It's the martini. By the way, Brandon is very nice to go out with. He definitely was buying drinks all night at the St. John concert, and I loved it. I love a nigga who's buying drinks all night. I'm not a nigga, yo. Be that nigga. Be that nigga. First, let's talk about cheap niggas. So much appreciation to y'all, though, for real. To the bitches who are fucking niggas who ain't spending money, like you dumb. Leave a comment or a like below if you're not doing that because you should be past that. All my niggas spending under $10 on a date, make sure you hit like and subscribe. Yo, $10 is acceptable. Like, it, like some niggas won't even buy you the dollar slice. Like, Damn. it doesn't happen to me. I'm just, just saying. I'll buy you a pizza. I'll buy you I all. Mean, you know, I know a couple of spots around. It's the two slices, a can of soda, and the garlic knots for the five. Standard. Make it work. Right? <laughs> Standard issue, right? I thought at least bare minimum, like I don't know. two slices. No, I have some questions. Right? I have a two-part question oh, for shit. both y'all niggas. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Shoot. Since you guys like asking questions. Yeah. Um, I need answers for all the women out here. Yeah. So, Answer. when you meet boss ass bitches, yeah. I eat their butt. Wonderful. That was not my question. So, okay. okay. So, what about. Okay. <laughs> Please finish. The I was. I was okay. not. I, okay. We're we glad to know you eat the groceries. That's important. I might try it. To my bitches day. who don't like that, that shit feels good. Try it. I might try it. One day. I'm just like, saying. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, though. He got like the sexy eyes. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Um, so when you guys meet women, because a lot of women are in powerful positions these days, mm-hmm. and um, how do you guys deal with that if you're not in the same level of financial or how do you deal with that? Just mm-hmm. financial on all levels. Like if a woman is fucking out here killing it and you're not on her level, but and you want broke? to date her, right. yeah, mm-hmm. how do you compete with that? Or how do you not feel demasculated? I don't. That's not a word. Emasculated by that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Emasculated is a word. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I know me personally, I'm going to keep this out there. Like, look, I'm broke, baby. I'm going to stay yeah. broke. I'm going to be broke 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. It ain't I'm about the stay money. fucking broke. Like, okay. But within that, um, you know, I'm a business owner. I, I run an event services business. Okay. Um, you know, I'm fully time employed. I've been freelancing for nine years. I'm a master of my own destiny. You know, I've never gone without food. My rent is always paid. My lights is always on. Crib is in my name. You can't take that shit from me. Um, when it comes to meeting somebody who may have more success professionally, 
or financially or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's not something that intimidates me. No, like where my background's from. Okay. Um, like I'm from Long Island. I ain't from the Bronx. Like, <laughs> like I grew up rich. Like, you know okay, you from the suburbs. You live in a cul-de-sac. I, I grew yes. up rich and decided to be broke, like type <laughs> shit. You right. know what I'm saying? But um, you look nah, like a Connecticut nigga over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, so, <laughs> like yeah. So okay. Like, okay. So there's Got there's it. nothing that a woman could show me that I'd be like, oh shit, you balling like like that would really impress me in yeah. terms of materialistic things okay but a woman that is a master of her own destiny who is financially successful or professionally successful that's an even greater turn on because for somebody like myself i consider myself self-made everything that i have i've worked extremely hard to get it to see somebody who's put that same kind of effort into their own craft or something they're passionate about like ooh like that yeah nigga rub butter on my fucking yeah. nipples like that shit ooh yeah. that shit is sexy so yeah I love that shit for me it's I kind of feel like I should help support like I messed with like I've I know a couple of girls who may or may not have had jobs when they was you know with me and my thing was like just find what makes you happy honestly because like I can't even say like I really don't give a shit about what people make in a year. What I make in a year does not even define me as a human being. I feel like I'm so much more worth with that. Like what I'm, I'm worth more than like what my salary is or what money I make in a year or what my job decides to compensate me, whether it be tickets, whether it be bananas or whether it be fucking dollar bills. You know what I'm saying? I think like it's just important about it's, it's important to have to be with somebody who's happy as well. Because yeah. I've been with some toxic ass bitches and they that can't that make good money and that's just not worth the time. It's not worth the yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Like they were able to throw things at me and like that shit's not you know, it, it's it's nice to just be with somebody who kinda at least knows how to at least address like what isn't making them happy and try to find a little bit of happiness. Not just money, not just a job, or not just be on the same socioeconomic level as I am, but the same happiness level on. I think that's important. Because I stay happy. I stay high and I stay happy. Right. So in summary, we two light-skinned niggas that <laughs> single. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we, we don't get jealous. We out here. Got we you. love our women's. Just come take yes. the train to last stop on the deep. Boo. Right. So yeah. you guys never feel like resentment if your partner isn't like holding their end of the bargain? Oh, no, I'm petty. Like, I mean, there's a little <laughs> bit of like side-eyeing. I'm not even going to lie. It, I, I'm glad to hear that it's like, on both fuck, parts. Fuck, I pay for your Uber mm-hmm. here and back. Like, come on, man. Like, come on, bitch. You didn't go to you work you're this morning? You're not going to pay for food. Like, you're not going right. to hold me down. Okay, I just wanted to make yeah. sure it's on both ends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you, like, as a guy, though, you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt. Because you know you want to power. You still want to smash. You still want to fuck. Let's just keep it real. Yeah, it's like, not I still want to fucking keep you in a good mood. Not even if I fuck, but at least keep the door open. For me to be able to smash at some point, so I'm not gonna tell you you off your game, but I will. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sh- I don't give a. F- <laughs> you know, I'm shutting that shit down ASAP. Like, there's nothing more unattractive than a lazy woman. Like, that shit is yeah. not popping. Like, sure. nah. If we go out to McDonald's and you can't get nothing off the dollar menu for yourself, get the Damn. fuck from around me. Like, don't, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be near you. You're not vegan. Ew. So We're not I mean, dating. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm taking your ish. last stop on the D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. Yeah. I eat fish. D denied. Uh, definitely. A fish is like I'm the taking the A train. Yeah. A train. <laughs> I'm to Brooklyn. I got you. All right. So, yeah. 
I so, think that's, you that's about it. Get, I mean, I mean, I didn't even interview with y'all, but you I know, mean, we go. You got the five for five. You know? Yeah, yeah you can do the five for five. The five, five for five in, in five seconds or less. Okay, cool, let's do it. The last five songs you listen to, or the last five artists you liked, or the last oh my God. five movies you liked. I don't watch movies. All right, cool. So the last five good songs you heard. Oh my God, I'm going to mix up all these questions in cool. one. Okay, 90 Day Fiance, Best Show on Earth. That's funny. That shit is funny. 90 Day Fiance is funny. ASAP. Wait, his ASAP Rocky, um, forever. What's the song I like? ASAP Forever. ASAP Forever is such a good song. Um, nail color pink. Weed. What did I smoke lately? I hate Kush. Candyland, maybe Candyland, and um, XL Magnums or fuck you. Okay, that was good, right? I don't even know what the question is. I don't know. Favorite type of comedy. Favorite type of dick. Favorite. Take a shot of a D. I just mixed it. I I I mixed it all together for you. Jesus. I guess I guess um the the whole last album I'm listening to, Yo Whack World by Tierra Whack. Yo, heard of it. Oh God, Jesus. 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 Okay. The church lady Jesus. But all right, so Whack World by Tierra Whack is what uh-huh. I'm listening to. Uh, favorite color is always going to be black because the black Power Ranger. That's right. Okay. Um, let me see. Condoms. I like the the, the Trojan. Her pleasure. Fire and ice. Hey. <laughs> it's the blue. It's the blue and the purple motherfucking box. You need to get those. Coppin. Coppin. Change your life. Change your life. <laughs> uh, favorite, my dick. Like, I don't. What the fuck kind of question was that? Like. Or your favorite. Favorite position? Oh, favorite position? Is it you or girl? Um, all of the above. Um, no, choke us right. and shut up. And, and tell us you want to rub money on us. Uh, I want to yeah. push her. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the last question? What was the last question? Favorite. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, what's the last movie? The last movie. Last movie. movie I saw, yo, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> you got the Coen Brothers. Can you text that to me? I'm gonna watch it tonight when I'm getting that last stop on the D when I'm riding that train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Brandon, you're the last good movie I saw. Damn. I probably damn yo, I gotta do it. It's corny as fuck, but Black Panther, I recently rewatched it on Netflix. Kinda forever. And I just was like, yo, like this like the part about the father and the son was what I was watching it about this time. Okay. I discover every time. You know, I'm an actor at heart. Sorry. Are you? Um, pres- yeah, that's okay. like my true tra- I'm a professionally trained theater actor. You guys told me zero about yourselves, but go on, Brandon. Finish your five yeah, for five. Fucking um, last good album, Oxnard by Anderson Pack. Mm. Favorite position mm. is fucking back shots all day. But with, gang, gang. Like, the when legs closed the with the stomach flat on the bed and the booty up just a little bit for me, like the Kim K pose. That's what I like. Okay, um, and next, common Magnum Bearskin. Magnum Bearskin with the Bearskin joints. Those are popping for me. I don't know about y'all. One of them shits popped on me, bro. This is a Magnum situation on the D? Yeah, it's a Magnum situation. Okay, ladies, this is a Magnum situation on the D. I'm here to tell you guys that they are all... Um, XLs, you know what I'm saying? Ride that horse, all the way. Ride that train. Uh, favorite color. Favorite color. My favorite color right now, forest green. Nice. We should dye your tips forest green. That'd be hot. Can you do that for work? I think so. Yeah, nigga, do it. Forest green is like appropriate. Forest 
bring you two niggas. I'll interview while I fucking dye your hair. Word, word. word. I like the double word thing that people are doing these days. It's cute. The millennials, the, your ages. Word, word. Are you happy you did this with us today? Did I, are you happy I rode the D? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> to the last stop. Um, yeah, I fucking loved it. It was great. I know. It should have been take the D. Your mom doesn't even listen to it. Oh, does that mean it's over? You guys, thank you so much. Ride the D to the last stop. Which is 160 first. Oh. You know your lens is on. <laughs> thank you. Is it keeping our momentum going? Is it keeping our momentum? Y'all, you totally play that. You totally play that. Can you get a little BTS just real quick?